You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome back to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am here with my partner in crime and friend, Amanda McEwen. Hello. Hello, Melissa Motes. Hello. How's it going over there at your casa today? It is pretty quiet as per usual. Um, yeah, that, that's it's been pretty consistently that way. You know, occasional yeah. visitor from my cat friends, and otherwise it's just business as usual, not as usual. <laughs> if that makes and any sense. And your it does make sense. And your loud hummingbird friend. I did have a loud hummingbird friend. I, I went out in the backyard. It, it it stormed out of nowhere, and then it rained, which is part of the storm, so that was a little repetitive. <laughs> but then there was a really pretty sunset, and I went outside and smelled my lemon tree, which is blooming, and they have really pretty smelling flowers. And then I just heard this loud flapping sound, just turned around and saw this nice little hummingbird friend that came by and jumped on a couple of my trees and then fluttered away. But he was, he was nice. He was a hum- nice visitor. I, I like wildlife are- visitation. Hummingbirds are the best. They are. I don't have an actual hummingbird feeder. A lot of people do that in Vegas. I just take them when they show up. (laughs) Yeah. I actually like to make my own hummingbird food with uh, raw sugar and water. Just basically, um, you can just boil it on your stove. I don't like to microwave stuff for the hummingbirds because (laughs) I don't think it's as good. I think it's better to make it stovetop more love goes into it that way okay. so i like to make oh. i like to make it with raw sugar and water it's sugar water more or less and you just put it out there not it's not red it doesn't have any preservatives in it it's good now do you use use the same level of care when you cook for troy or do you put his stuff in the microwave i use the same level of care for my okay. husband as I do for hummingbirds, but the thing is, is it's I probably cook for my husband as often as I cook for hummingbirds, <laughs> which is not very often well, because you know this is what happens he's sometimes. Way <laughs> he's way better of a cook than me, anyway, so it's okay. He's he's fine with me not making him some weird slop that he has to eat. <laughs> <laughs> some weird slop. Good, good to know if I ever get a dinner, dinner invitation when we're allowed to see each other again. Coming over for some slop. I do know how to make really good vegetarian lasagna. I told you about that the other day. You've been and it on looks it. pretty and it tastes good. So. All right. Now you're talking. <laughs> so should we talk about our, our, um, our inspiration of the day? Yeah. So my mom sent me this quote. She read it uh, in something that I guess Jeff Bezos had sent out to his employees, but it's a quote from Dr. Seuss. And it's, when something bad happens, you have three choices. You can either let it define you, let it destroy you, or you can let it strengthen you. And I read that and I thought, hey, Melissa most likes quotes. So I'm going to send this your way. But then it just also seemed so appropriate to what's going on right now. And any situation. There's there's a lot of times when bad things happen and this could apply if you lose a job or you go through a bad breakup or you you know there's a death in your family. There's a, a lot of things that could happen that constitute something bad. And really the only control we have over these things is how we react to them. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And kind of on the, the, the bad, um, I was kind of breaking it down, looking at how it can either let it define you, let it destroy you, or you can let it strengthen you. To me, I was thinking about how when you let something quote unquote bad define you, you have to remind yourself that you are so much more than anything that could ever happen to you. And I think when you operate from more of a victim mentality, that something bad is happening to you, it's just, it's all in your, you know, your mindset and your approach. Um, So the defining of something bad, the defining of yourself with something bad or the destroying of yourself um, of something bad, to me, it's it's just much more about um, being just, you know, being self-destructive or allowing something that happened that made you feel bad or stressed you out or heightened your anxiety to use that as an excuse for self-destructive behavior. And I definitely know a lot of people in my life who, whenever something bad happens, they use that as an excuse um, to go back to bad habits or destructive habits or you know, basically they're more comfortable playing the role of a victim. So I think that's something to really look up, look at. And, and sometimes when someone else points it out or the conversation has started about it, it's something that maybe some people who have dealt with that or feel that way can really look at. You know, the, the defining thing is something that a lot of people use, like you said, as an excuse and it, it even goes back to that attitude that people have sometimes that you made me feel this way or you did this to me and I'm a victim. When we do have more control over how we feel, nobody else technically can make us feel a certain way. It's how we allow them to affect us. Not easy to control, would never say that it is, but with some active thought and reconditioning our brains, we can get out of that habit and say, you know, I felt this way when this happened. Kind of take some of the ownership back on yourself, even even if you're being affected by somebody else's actions, which happens to us all the time. It's how you react to that. And do you move through it or then do you carry that baggage around with you from then on? And that's unfortunately what happens a lot and how I take the, you can let it define you to mean is that sometimes that one incident that happens, now you've, you've added a tag to yourself and you said, I am this, or, you know, cause it, and then you kind of hold everybody else in your future accountable for what one person or one situation, whatever that outcome was. And instead of just taking a lesson from it and growing and moving on, it's that I had my heart broken once, so I'm never going to love again, or you know, I, I lost that job, so I'm a complete failure. I'm never going to succeed. And just we t- let one situation define everything going forward when it doesn't have to. That thing happened regardless of, of what caused it to happen, but it's how we move on from it and just say, hey, here's something that happened. It wasn't great, but you know what? I'm better for it now. Yeah. I was just thinking to one of my really dear friends that I grew up with. Um, she was dealing with a cancer battle and she said, 
I am not going to let this define me. She said, I'm not going to let having cancer define who I am as a person. And she was frustrated because anytime anybody would, you know, um, call her or come visit her or just, you know, have conversation with her, even after she was doing really well, it was, how are you feeling? What's going on with your health? It was kind of a Debbie Downer kind of a conversation. And she said, I just don't want to be associated with having this one thing in my life that happened define me as a human being and who I am as a person. And I really, that really stuck out in my mind. It really made me think, wow, yeah. And some people would want that to define them. That would be something that would always bring up and, you know, that would become kind of a part of them. Um, you know, for like negative attention, you know, negative attention is still attention. So that's something to definitely look at, you know, is how, how things define, you know, what you allow to define you. Is it the good or is it the bad? Um, quote unquote, you know, <laughs> so. Yeah. And you, you want, it's like, how, how do you want to be remembered when you, when you're gone of, you know, is it just that one thing that happened to you or is it a whole lifetime of things that you did well or good things that happened to you. And it's, I think we just put too much pressure on the negative times because that's what forces us to be stronger so often. Like when the good things happen, it's great. You don't, you don't have to do anything actively to appreciate. Well, hopefully you don't have to do anything actively to appreciate the good things. There are people who just don't like it when good things happen and they go into self-sabotage mode. But for most of us, something good happens, we celebrate, we're happy. It doesn't take any extra work where something bad happens. There's a lot that you have to go through to make sure you don't fall into a, a bad place. But that one thing or a series of things. Like, I, I unfortunately don't know anybody who only has one bad thing happen to them in their lives. It would be great if that were the case, but uh, uh, unfortunately, I, I don't think life works like that, even for those of us who remain as optimistic as possible. But, you know, it's, it's collective experiences for however long that we're here. That's what defines us. It's there's a lot of different things and not just hopefully not just one one situation and then it's it's done. So just to add to what you said, there's a quote that I love. Um, I can't remember exactly who says it. I think it might be a Maya Angelou quote, but it's no one will remember what you said. No one will remember what you did, um, but people will remember how you made them feel. And I thought that was such a beautiful quote when I heard it. And I thought, you know what? That's how I'd want to be remembered. You know, I don't think anybody's going to remember what I had to say in particular. <laughs> That's not true. I, well, maybe they will. Maybe a few few key people will. But what I do hope, I would hope, is that people would remember me and just feel good about their connection to me or whatever. So those are the things. But definitely... Think about what defines you and and just remember that when something quote unquote bad happens, um, you have a choice on how you react to it and you can you can define yourself completely differently than um, by being a victim or by being defeated. So I think that's some good stuff on define. What were you? Yeah. What were you going to say on destroy? What were you, what kind of destroy. jumped into you? 
obviously the destroy part is to me the the worst of it because and, and it's easy to happen and sometimes you, because usually the the bad things the things that we consider the worst are the unexpected ones where if you see something coming sometimes you can prepare for it that doesn't always make it easier but look at the situation we're in right now this pandemic that has affected the entire world we didn't really see it coming. Like It was normal cold and flu season. People may have been sicker than usual, but then the beginning of the year rolled around and then suddenly March, it's like, oh, the whole world needs to stay inside. We, I, I don't know a single person that was prepared for that. And I hope that I don't know anybody who lets it destroy them. But there is a concern right now specifically that people have lost jobs. They're worried about their health. There's a, just the stir craziness from being trapped, trapped inside. I use trapped in air quotes, but that's kind of how it feels for a lot of people. There's all this negativity. People are worried the economy is crashing and how are they going to afford to eat and how can I pay my bills? And all of these things are happening to everybody collectively all at once. And it's hard to see past that when you turn on the news and all you see is negative, 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 and that just feeds in more. And then if you're staying inside, you lose motivation and you just sink deeper and deeper into this dark place. And that's where this idea of letting it destroy you comes in, where I understand that it's scary. Please don't ever take anything I say to not feel sympathy for anybody who's going through this right now. It's There's no easy way to do it. We just have to do our best to do the best that we can and try to find the light in it. And I know... Sometimes it can come across the wrong way, but I know you and I always use humor. We try to just, you know what, this is the situation we're in, nothing I can do about it, so I might as well laugh and just try to find something, even if it's, you know, just really appreciating my little hummingbird visitor that came by for two seconds. It's hanging on to that stuff that kind of gives you a little bit of light because if you let something destroy you, I, it... I, I don't even, I really don't even know what to say about it because that's just such an extreme level and what we have to fight really hard in life throughout life not to ever let that happen to us. Absolutely. And you know, both of our hearts go out to anybody who's struggling in this time and everyone copes with things differently and there's a different degree of heaviness that I think a lot of people are feeling from what's going on. I mean, some people who have been working from home for years, like in some ways their life doesn't feel much different and maybe they're still self-employed. Yeah, I see you raise your hand. Or, you know, some people who've been working in an office and are now working from home, I mean, they might feel like, oh my gosh, this is even better. But it's just, everything is just a little bit different. And some people are more sensitive than others to even minor changes in life. So um, just do your best to dig deep, take some big, deep breaths. And one of the things that I've been saying to myself every day, just with a little light humor, just to try to keep everything in perspective is I just say, well, this can't last forever. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, nothing in life is permanent. Everything is, is temporary, you know, and change is inevitable. And change is uncomfortable, but change is inevitable. So if you can just get used to the idea that um, 
everything in your life as you know it at some point in in time is going to be different than it is right in this moment, um, that can just help mentally prepare you for, you know, being ready for it. But just do your best, you know, um, take some deep breaths, dig deep and just know like the, another quote, this too shall pass. It's, it's just one of those things that we're going to get through and, um, and you'll come out stronger because of it. So, and I think it's good to, again, remind yourself that you've made it through a hundred percent of the things that you've been through. And I know this particular one might be unprecedented, but at, at one point you had never lost a job before. At one point you'd never had a breakup before. At one point you've never lost a, a family member. There's all these things that they have to happen a first time at some point. Hopefully this is the last time the pandemic enters. I know I've said that before, but this is a really extreme circumstance. But when we get through, and notice how I say when and not if, it's really important to take this with us to say, remember how scared you were? Remember, uh, remember how unsure you were? You made it through. You're still here. And who knows? Like you might have been learning new and better ways to do whatever it is that you do. So you might end up in a better situation after you recover from this if you allow yourself to do it. So instead of being destroyed by the thing that happened to you that was completely out of your control, all you can really do is is move through it and again do do the best that you can and keep going and and this time it's it's really easy to turn to other people because you shouldn't feel alone in it the way you can it with sometimes some situations you just feel like nobody could possibly understand what you're going through but right now everyone in the entire world understands what you're going through so even if you're not much of a talker Sometimes it's good, even if you have that one close friend where you can just get everything out so you can keep a handle on how you're really feeling. And if it's you, how you actually feel, how much of that is being influenced by whatever you're consuming content wise, it's just being very aware and mindful of how you're feeling and how you're acting and just trying to stay on top of it. And you're probably going to have bad days. Right now, I think I've everybody I've talked to has had some really good days through this and then some grumpy days where they're just like, you know, I'm not doing anything today. I just can't. And that's okay too. But you, you get back up and you keep going. Absolutely. Well, then we talk about the, um, or you can let it strengthen you part, which I think is probably our favorite part for both of us. Um, because I know you and I both operate from a mindset of, always looking for the solutions, always looking for the lesson, the learning lesson and everything. And um, definitely I've had some some things I've learned throughout this whole process. I'm still learning some things as we, you know, go through all of this, but I think you're stronger than you think. So I think it's just worth mentioning to everyone who's listening, watching, tuning in, that you really are stronger than you think. You're stronger than you give yourself credit for. So just don't forget that. I just wanted to remind you. <laughs> what were you going to say, Amanda, about strength? That is my favorite part of the quote too. And I mirror a lot of what you say, because th these are the things that you and I talk about all the time, because the bad things happen. And it, it's that belief that 
we don't believe in failure. There is really no such thing because if something doesn't work out, you take a lesson from it, you learn, you move forward. And it's really the best option. And it's though getting through the hard times is what makes us stronger. It gives us a different perspective, better ways to look at things. There's just a lot to be learned. And sometimes when you're in it, it's hard to see that. It's perfectly normal. And, you know, I can imagine people being like, oh, you, you girls need to shut up. You don't know what's going on. But it gets better. And you, you do make it through stronger. And I think back, and I've probably mentioned it before, but when the economy tanked in 2008, there was a big thing that happened in my industry where things changed drastically and we just had to adapt. You remember that word that we use a lot on this podcast? But we had to adapt to lower budgets and figuring out new, different ways to do things. And then as the economy recovered, which it always does, we were able to take those lessons and apply them to things moving forward. And so we were working better and stronger than we had before. So a lot of that, even though it wasn't our choice in the beginning, it forced us to get better and learn new ways to do things and people learn new skills. And I believe that that same thing is going to happen now where we've been forced to, like the whole world is using Zoom now. And I have to imagine that moving forward, a lot of companies are going to take this on. A lot of people are going to realize the, the power of working remotely and that we don't always have to be in an office and there's other ways to do things and you can still connect even if it's not in person. And I know a lot of people are going to be really happy when they can connect in person again, but Again, like there, there's just, there are a lot of lessons to be learned when we get through this. And I do believe that we will all be stronger because we, I mean, we made it through this and that, I mean, who, who else can say that right now? Like it's, right. it's first for most of us. And we're going to have a whole new appreciation, I think, for each other and for all of the things that we used to just take for granted, you know, day in and day out, just some little outing you normally take, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, I can do this again. You know, I watched a, a video earlier. So there's a, a musician that I like a lot. He's been posting uh, videos every day. Sometimes he'll play a song. Sometimes he'll do a Q&A. He's just doing different things. And today he was just talking about, he's like, man, I just really want to go to a coffee shop and have somebody else make my cup of coffee. And he just said it's become this weirdest goal that it was, he never would have thought of that as something to, to you know, strive for. But right now, that's the biggest thing that he can think about is just wanting to go to a coffee shop and let somebody else make his coffee in the morning. And I, I thought you would appreciate that. But I think for a lot of us, it's really something little. It's a lot of little things <laughs> that we're looking forward to being able to doing again. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, one thing I wanted to say that we were talking about right before we kicked our, our podcast off today was what have we learned during this time? You know, what have we learned and what's making us stronger? Um, I know you and I had kind of a, it was a little bit of a tough conversation yesterday coming to uh, a decision about where we're headed with our podcast. And I think it's pretty fair to say that we both have um, realized throughout this time that we've got a lot of different priorities and a lot of different things that are pulling us in different directions and different ways we want to spend our time. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, because I, I think a big part of strength, and this is in any situation, there one way to be strong is walking away from things, situations, people that aren't serving you to the best of, of your ability. And we've, we've talked about that before, but that's kind of where we're at now. It's not a walking away from each other at all. We've got a very strong friendship. But this particular, when we started the podcast, we had all these great ideas, all these things that we wanted to do. And as we got into it, you know, I'm, pr I'm pretty passionate about sharing advice and I will continue to do that under my Aardvark Girl brand. I really enjoy the, the helping aspect, but this is another continuation of, of what I do for my career anyway. But we had <clears throat> grand ideas because we can do all the things and we, we, we tried our best, but it, there's a, a very profound realization of how much work goes into something. And it's, it's a huge investment of time and in money and without the resources to really do what we need to do, because we, we, we really need a team <laughs> is what it is. And yeah. due to the current uncertainty, now is not the right time to invest extra money into something when we have, you know, we kind of both have to focus on our own businesses and what's actually bringing us money and can move us forward. So unfortunately, the, the podcast just kind of gets pushed down on the priority list. And it's not for any reason other than we just are each only one person and can only do so much. Yeah. And it's definitely a bittersweet thing for me, for us to, um, you know, bring this chapter as we know it right now to a close with, uh, you know, continuing shooting podcasts every week together because it's definitely, I, I actually wrote down today a couple of my most favorite things um, about this experience with you, Amanda, and it's been our our time together in this capacity as friends because you and I over the years have had some of the best, most uplifting and encouraging conversations with each other just off microphone, you know, sitting in a coffee shop or having lunch together. And that's where the idea was born, you know, to do a podcast was so that we could share these insightful, silly, helpful conversations with anybody who wanted to kind of, you know, be a fly on the wall, so to speak, and just kind of like enjoy the things that mean something to us. Um, so I really love this time that we've been sharing our conversations as friends together with other people. Um, and then the other thing that I wrote down as uh, a favorite thing about having this podcast and sharing with everybody um, was just all the people who've over the months have thanked us, thanked you, thanked me individually and said, I was listening to such and such episode of your podcast and it just really gave me a major aha moment or I had a huge takeaway or it inspired me or it helped me build my confidence in this one particular area. And that to me, whether it was one person or five people or a hundred people, it doesn't matter. It's it's just so many people have, have taken away some really great things um, and have felt better because of the time that you and I have put into this podcast. And that that was our biggest goal was to inspire other people. So we succeeded at that. And so this taking or making the choice to 
stop doing this right now. Again, just like, like we've been saying, I don't look at this as failure in any, any way. It's just not the right time. And it, yeah. it's not because, you know, if, if for those of you who listen who are voiceover uh, talent or aspiring talent, or you need to hire voiceover, you can still find Melissa. She can tell you all the places where you could still find her. Instead, if you, you're in need of, you know, uh, a producer or business therapy or any of those things, you can find me over at Artvark Girl. Like, and, and you and I still have different, it's like we have all these different facets to our friendship. And that was a, a big part of the conversation as well. If we end, so to speak, one, does it affect the other? And it doesn't. The two things are completely different. Our our friendship is the the sort of center of all of this, of our working relationships at the voice actor studio with our, uh, the podcast and other things like the, the friendship is what makes all of it work. So one piece of it going away really doesn't impact the other, other than we now have to make active, uh, coffee dates when we're allowed to again. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just to make ourselves feel more comfortable, we'll just bring our microphones with us. Right. <laughs> we'll show up at Starbucks or Bad Owl yeah. or Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf and we'll be like, oh, hold on, let me get my microphone out of my purse so I can really feel like we can have a juicy conversation like we're on a podcast shoot. <laughs> well, well, we'll ask Troy to get the table set up for us before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. It'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. Well, one one final thought that I wanted to share on this topic is I remember many episodes ago you and I talking about how there are times in life when you make a decision and it feels so good and, and it feels so right and you put time and energy and resources and and you know, et cetera, et cetera, into it. And then you wake up another day and you realize that it's that season has you know changed and there are different things that are taking you in a different direction and we both said during that episode it's okay it's okay to say you know what that was a really great experience and now i'm i'm good you know i'm going to i'm going to take my energy and my talent and my abilities and my interests in this other direction. And, you know, I just, I just kind of wanted to mention that we are really walking the walk that we talk, which is, <laughs> you know, we're both like, this is the time and this is where we are. And, uh, anyway, I just, I just wanted to mention that we really do want to, um, live our lives both personally and in business um, in the way that we have described over the last, you know, tens and tens of episodes that we've done. And, uh, and we really hope that we've inspired everybody to just be true to themselves. And it's, it's just backing up the, what we've said that it's okay to change your mind, changing your mind, changing course, changing direction. None of that is failure at all. Again, we've learned, I know we've both learned a ton from this experience and a lot of different things that, that we can take with us moving forward. But it's that, and that's really all it is. It's changing your mind. So if you get yourself in a bad situation, whatever that is, if there are toxic people in your life, by all means, walk away. Walk away from the things and the people that aren't serving you because you owe it to yourself to be strong and move forward in the best way for you. And that it's, it's really hard for people to do sometimes, but acknowledging to yourself that, hey, this is not a failure. 
I did what I did. I felt how I felt. Things changed. I need to move on now. This is the best thing for me in the situation that I'm in right now. And you know, down the line, something else might change for you again. We've all changed directions. Think about some of the guests we've had on here who've talked about how many times they've changed directions. I th think about Jamie Newberry and Alicia Matera and all these women have gone through all kinds of changes to get to where they are right now. And if you come back to them in a couple of years, they might be somewhere completely different. So it's all good. You just have to do what's right and follow your instincts. Yeah. Trust your, trust your gut and, and keep on smiling. But I do want to say a thank you to Brent Mackay, who's helped us get this thing set up. He's our producer. He just helped immensely throughout this process. Thank you to Shane Sharp, who is our audio artist who made us look and, and sound as good as we did in the episodes up until we started using Zoom. <laughs> so you can tell the importance of post-production and audio engineers. So if you know any of them in your life, please thank them because the work that they do is very, very important. Uh, and to the whole Moats family, uh, Abby and Troy and Melissa, obviously, but all, all we have the, this whole team, not just them, but those of you who have tuned in and watched or listened every week and have given us your feedback and commentary. We appreciate all of you and we, we hope to stay connected however we can, but just we, we need to make sure that you know how important you all have been to us throughout this whole process. Absolutely. Thank you all. And also a big thank you to all of our guests that we've had because every one of them had so many great things that they contributed and shared and they brought so much more insight and dimension into the conversations we had. And um, it just, it takes a village in to do anything in life and just appreciating the people, appreciating your tribe near and far. And uh, we just want to say thank you all so much for supporting us and tuning in. And, uh, and we'll, see we'll see what the next chapter holds. Until then, take care of yourselves, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.